Hello, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, depending on your location. Uh, this is Leadership Talk with Adegoke, the 62nd podcast. And I have with me Janet Adetu, uh, a business, or uh, an etiquette coach, internationally acclaimed, she's on this podcast. Uh, she'll be adding massive value. Welcome. How are you today, ma'am? Okay, I'm very well, thank you. Uh, it's, it's it's actually a nice day. It's warm outside, it's sunny, and um, I feel like that inside too. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. So um, this is leadership and etiquette. Um, can you just tell us who is Janet Adetu? Yes. <laughs> I asked myself the same question. <laughs> okay, I'm Janet Adetu. What do I call myself now? I am actually um, a certified and credentialed executive leadership presence coach. Uh, I add a lot to that as well. I'm a high performance coach. I'm an etiquette expert. Um, and I do so many things. What people also don't know about me is that I am a certified chartered accountant. <laughs> Amazingly. So I rub all those things together um, all in one. And, you know, I do a lot of consulting as well. So whatever you want to tag me there, <laughs> uh, that's me as a whole. Thank you, and, so much. Okay, so I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Now, um, who is uh, Janet Adetu? You've spoken to that. Well, how did you get into leadership? Well, you know, it's amazing because um, I mentioned earlier just now that people don't know I'm a chartered accountant. That is how I started my journey of being an etiquette coach and an executive leadership presence coach as well. Um, working for KPMG and EY, two top accounting firms, you know, I have a very good idea how it works in the corporate space. And so I realized as an auditor, when I step into organizations, believe it or not, you know, they used to be afraid of auditors for the fear of what we're coming to find. And so they always had the stiff upper lip and nobody used to want to talk to us. They put us in one corner and keep us there, not really relate to us. And then I realized, you know, uh, in asking for information for my audit, people used to shy away. Um, and so I had to come up with a different method, a different style of how I can become more approachable and how I can become more relatable even while I was doing my job. And so I did a lot of things. I did the ABC of etiquette. I transformed my appearance. I wore more approachable colors and more you know, um, appealing kinds of styles of suits, all right? My behavior was more of a friendly one. You know, how are you today? How is everything? How's the family? You know, how's work going on? I was becoming relatable. And even in communication, you're clear, concise, friendly, confident as well but you know more of a sister brother kind of thing i'm more of um, i care about you you're my customer you're my client but i also want to show that i care about you and that made them become more relatable to me and they came to me now we unsolicited information do you need this do you need that it worked like you know like like just like diamond it just like what it just worked like the click of a finger and i realized there and then that how you present yourself to people out there is important perception is truly reality right even as a leader and an authority in your space. How do you present yourself? What's the perception of you that you leave behind when you've left the room, when you've gone? What do people remember about you? And for me, 
um, a lot of people used to say it was how I carry myself, how I present myself, how I speak, how I relate to people. And this is when I knew that this was an important element of somebody growing to wanting to become a leader or that person who is a leader, how to accelerate and carry your team along with you. Because whether you like it or not, you're mentoring from a distance. People are watching how you do things. People are watching what, how, you, how you come across, what you wear and things like that. And so therefore, being in that leadership space, for me, it's all about impact and influence. How are you impacting? How are you influencing? Even in the little things that you do, you know, because it speaks volumes. You know how they say action speaks louder than words? Yeah. And really, yeah, yeah. even with your body language, you're saying so much without saying a single word. And so for me, I projected myself in a way that I could be relatable, approachable, friendly, authoritative, you know, um, not, not authoritative in a good way, aligned, appropriate, so that people could relate to me because I needed information from them to complete my assignment as an auditor mm -hmm. so that I could meet deadlines and AGMs, okay? They also, you know, they were doing their obligation. They needed to have audited reports. And so it was a win-win for all of us. And that's how it has been, even as I started facilitating and training and I got into it quite naturally, all right? Um, I didn't even know it was an inborn talent that I had until I went into it and it just flowed like that. And that's how you're able to disseminate knowledge to people because they can see it in you. You're practicing what you preach. And so for me, leadership really has a lot to do with you as a person, right? How do you present yourself to your team? Clear, concise, consistent, you know, um, confident, all of that. Charisma, character, everything speaks to you as a person. And you must lead by example. That's the number one thing. You cannot be preaching something and doing something else. And so therefore, you, you as a leader, you must pay attention to detail. Wow, this you is so good. To detail. <laughs> Absolutely. And so that's, that's how I sort of metamorphosize into it. And so that's why when I say I'm an executive and leadership presence coach, I know from firsthand what presence means when it means becoming a leader, being a leader, portraying as a leader. Your presence speaks volumes to your customers, to your clients, to your colleagues, to your social circles. It makes a big difference and it's very important. Well, thank you so much for speaking to that. Now, what is leadership? Wow, like I said, leadership has a lot to do with um, you presenting some really important qualities. Hmm. Um, leadership speaks to being the driving force of an objective. Hmm. Leadership speaks to um, trying to accomplish something and carrying others along with you that are following you. Leadership also speaks to um, many things. You know, I talked about appearance. Yeah. How yes. do you look yes. as a leader? There's something that is expected of a leader. If you walk into an organization, you say you're the CEO of uh, Adego Kiyomotola Company and Co. You yes. know, there's an expectation of a leader. So what are you showing? People, are you sure that's the leader? Uh, oh, that's the leader, that's the ogre. Instantly, you know how they say first impressions go a long way. Yes. So how do you look, you know? And then even with leadership, it speaks to, um, there's an acronym that I, I love, um, that I picked up um, and I really love to, um, um, to, to speak to it, you know, about how, how, you, how you look as a leader. And I think um, a particular lady, um, can't remember her name right now. I, I will get her name in a moment, actually. 
um, I think her name is um, Sarah, Sarah also. Her name is Sarah. Oh, Sarah. And she speaks to leadership, Sarah Bromets, I think. She speaks to leadership in a fantastic way. And I resonate with that. Um, she says, you know, as a leader, you, it's all about your look, how you resonate. What's your signature like? What's your visual signature mm -hmm. like? And then she speaks to it in terms of how do you engage? As a leader, how do you engage your team? You know, how do you motivate your team? How do you inspire your team? You know, how do you um, how do you support your team? How do you grow your team? And then she says about acting. You know, how do you act? This is your behavior as a leader. How do you act? How do you show people that this is the right way to do things? And therefore, and you're living up to it. So you don't want to have an etiquette breach. You said this is how you should, and you did the other thing. And it speaks to how do you deliberate? How do you make decisions? How do you solve problems and then he speaks to how do you evolve you know what a leader cannot be stagnant a leader must be in a place where you are continuously growing all the time remember as you grow and learn new things the people in your circle of influence will also tap into your new knowledge and say oh yes Oga said this and madame said that and my boss said this and my boss said that and then again of course I've, if you have noticed i've spelled the word leader and are there is about how you resonate how do you yes. sound yes. how do you sound you know, when you're talking, are you walking into a place and speaking with your bedroom voice? No, when you're speaking to five people, it's different from how you speak to 50 people. So how wow. is your voice being projected? What kind of audience are out there that need to hear you? What kind of occasion is it? Is it a party or is it a formal event? So it's about, even when you're in the boardroom, I speak to, I do a lot of um, board presence as well, coaching. And it's about how do you present yourself even in the board? Imagine wow. as a woman, you're one of the very few women, or maybe the only woman in the board, you know you must do an extra, you must make extra effort to be recognized, right? In that yes. board. So how do you look? Hey, how do you engage? How do you act? How do you deliberate? How do you evolve and how do you resonate? Extreme aspects of leadership. To be a leader, it's not a it's not an it's not a piece of cake. You must wow. work at it. You must work at it. <laughs> this is this is massive, massive. This is Absolutely. leadership talk with Adigoke. I'm so honored and privileged to have on the platform Janet Aditu. Her husband Otsuba Aditu is, is someone I I I get inspired by. So <laughs> leadership guru himself. At the recent uh, Chartered Institute of uh, Personnel Management Conference in Abuja. He was there live and sharing from experience, how it led through even turbulent times. So this is Otumbadetu's wife. She's also rightfully so in our own <laughs> uh, position. She's come to share on leadership talk with Adegoke. She's a chartered accountant. She's a, a presence coach, a leadership presence coach. She's also an etiquette coach. Uh, so we're looking at leadership and etiquette. Now, I just want you to share with us, if you can, the the similarity between leadership and etiquette what what's 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 where did they where did they meet okay right true every leader needs some form of decorum okay all right to lead anyway to lead and every leader needs and so with etiquette really it's a bourgeoisie lovely word all right well really it's it's all about protocol and following protocol and really and truly if you want to dig deeper etiquette is about personal development how do you 
present yourself, you know, um, with, I, and I call it the ABCDE. So appearance, behavior, communication, you know, decorum and, 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 and your executive presence, right? You, even when I say decorum, right? I even call, that's even an element for dining, dining etiquette. Because guess what, when it comes to dining, that is one of the most powerful tools we use to know if somebody has polish or not. Sure. And so bringing, infusing etiquette into all of this, it's about doing the right thing at the right place at the right time. It's the old and the new way of doing things about how you look, how you behave, how you communicate, how you carry yourself. Yeah. All right. And so every organization, every association, every uh, co company, every country, every um society has rules and regulations right as to how you should behave what you should do some people have uniforms some people have codes dress codes behavior codes and so therefore when you're in a certain mist of people how do you behave how do you carry yourself and there's so many examples in in your school in your university in your organization right this is how we do things here in your alumni associations this is how we do things. this is the song we sing this is the clothes we wear and so therefore you try to follow suit according to for example, countries, various countries have their various ways of doing things. Culture plays a major part and religion as well when it comes to etiquette. Now, as a leader, you can imagine you are going on a very important business trip. All right. It's very important that you find out the business etiquette guidelines of the country you're going to do business with. There are some countries where they call 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock is 10 o'clock. In fact, if you love yourself, get there around 9.30. There are some countries that 10 o'clock means 12 o'clock, right? You don't want to practice your own etiquette um, protocol in another country because you may then offend the people that you're going to see. And it can make or break a deal. It can make a break of business deal. You're going to sign thousand million thousands of dollars worth of business, right? Or millions of dollars worth of business, and you go and break protocol. That's a killer in itself. All right. Yeah. That is yeah. a killer in itself. So with etiquette, we try to, you know, follow, we try to, you know how they say when you're in Rome, do as Romans do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so therefore you try to follow suit so that you don't breach etiquette, you don't upset or offend other people and you're doing things the right way so in a business environment you shake hands right but yeah. hey if culture yeah. says you don't shake the hands of a woman the moment you stretch out your hands to a woman where culture says you shouldn't you've offended that person yeah. and yeah. for that reason alone you create an impression of yourself that is not very favorable wow wow and so as, an, as a leader, you want to ensure that you get your etiquette right when you're going out for business. So sometimes, you know, um, you go to a place and they expect you to bring a little gift. All right. You go without a gift. Oh, wow. You know, what is the protocol in this environment? How should I do it? How should I not do it? There are some places where when you're in a dining setting, you know, if you finish your food, it means you're not satisfied. You want more. And so therefore you learn to not to finish your food so that it's appreciated. You know, and there's some common courtesies. And yeah, there's some common. Oh, yes. You go to some places in Asia, you keep on finishing the food because you love it means you want more. All right. And some places where burping is considered rude in another country, when you burp, it means you love the food and you're congratulating the, the, the chef in wow. some places where you're not using knife and fork, but you're using chopsticks. So you're using chopsticks, for instance, if you use those chopsticks and you take from a communal bowl and you place the food in your mouth. Yeah. Um, you take the food away because you have used the same chopsticks that you use for your mouth inside that bowl. And so you find that they'll keep taking that food away and you're wondering where they're taking the food to. It is expected. 
that when you take food with chopsticks from a communal bowl, you switch your chopsticks to the other side, take from the back, put it in your plate, switch around and then eat. So there's wow. so many guidelines, so many guidelines. In the UK, for instance, right, you cannot be talking when the national anthem is on. And I guess for many countries as well. So if you're talking or you're speaking or you're doing a speech and the national anthem comes on, you keep quiet hmm. until it finishes. So again, in, in Africa, so many things that uh, we never knew so were etiquette. So <laughs> we, never th we never knew they were etiquette, but they are etiquette, you know? Of course, we don't shake hands with our, we don't receive things in from, from this part of the world uh, with our left hand, it's considered yeah. rude. You must always take with your right hand. And there are some cultures where you must courtesy, you must bow if you're speaking to an older person. Now, these yeah, are all leadership traits. They're all leadership traits. They're grooming you to become that leader of repute. And yeah. as a leader, yeah. as a leader, you want to make sure that you've got it all right. Now, it's not, I want to just clarify one thing here. Too. Okay. A lot okay. of people think etiquette is bourgeoisie, it's for the rich, it's for the famous, it's not for us. They also think it is trying to be what you are not, okay? Mm -hmm. Or it's trying to be something else or trying to pretend to be, it is absolutely not. Everybody needs some element of decorum one way or the other. Everyone needs to know when to portray courtesy and respect at the right time, right place with the right people. All right. And so therefore, it's not about being who you're not. It's about mm -hmm. carrying yourself in a way you have your own brand. Remember, that's what right. Do you want your brand to represent. Yeah. You want your yeah. brand to represent something of high repute, good, positive words, positive impressions. You see, what is a killer for most leaders is when they leave behind a negative impression of themselves. Wow. And so wow. with wow. that etiquette, you will carry yourself properly, appropriately, you know, aligned with your environment, right time, right place, right people. That's where the link is. Wow, 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 this is massive. I want to celebrate you and salute you for your depth. Uh, this is special, this is special. Uh, if you just join us, this Leadership Talk with Adig, okay, I'm uh, sharing the platform with Janet Aditu and we're looking at leadership and etiquette. Now, what's, what's the challenge? the consequence of a leader not uh, knowing how to, you know, adopt etiquette, the implement etiquette. Yes, you're right. You know, you know, the truth is you and I are coaches and they say everyone needs a coach. Many times, a lot of <laughs> leaders haven't accomplished their, you know, where they are today. They don't think they need uh, a coach. They don't think they need some of these things we're talking about because they feel they're well and truly accomplished. But these are things that are heavily overlooked and they're the small detail that make the big difference, right? right? And so therefore, they don't even realize when they have breached. So for instance, I give you a typical true life story. When you go to an event, an external corporate event, it's expected that you don't overdrink alcohol because you know when you overdrink alcohol anything can happen they say loose lips sink ships when you drink too much there's a tendency that you may say things and go off you know the walls do have ears and so there's a typical uh, particular guy i know many years ago a senior executive in in an organization of well repute and you know there was a customer appreciation event and all the executives were there and i think he had a little bit too much to drink 
right? And of course, because of that, he got a bit tipsy and was saying all sorts of, and of there and then, he was saying things he ought not say. He was acting in a very deplorable manner, uh, not, you know, image is everything. And again, you are out there representing the reputation of your organization. You, the human capital, represents your organization. So you can imagine when he was tipsy, acting all drunk and saying things he shouldn't have said. Uh, and honestly, he really, really, really damaged the reputation of the organization based on his behavior that day. Needless to say, he did get the sack, you know, because the organization wow. felt that um, this was a, a poor leadership. It was unrepresentative of their brand as an organization, and it was highly unexpected from him either. I guess during, at the time, he didn't realize what was happening or what he was doing. Probably yeah. later he did. And so those, there are so many consequences like that. Again, I, re, I recall um, coaching um, a particular organization where they okay. called me okay. to say, oh my God, they send an executive to a huge conference abroad. And um, it got to the time of dining when they all had to go to the buffet queue. And um, word got back to them that this particular executive was in the dining queue waiting, the buffet queue waiting, and he had taken his soup and he was dunking his bread in the soup and wow. eating it while he, was, while he was still in the queue. <laughs> while he didn't take it back to the table to eat. He was doing that, eating in the queue. So the that queue. He could get the you know, they did not take it lightly at all. They did not take it lightly at all. It was, he was sanctioned. They felt that, wow, the reputation of the organization was misrepresented. And why would he do that? You know, go to the table with your, with your first course, you sit down and eat it. Why dunking bread in the queue? And those are little things that can actually destroy, you know, um, one, they make or break you. And so, Consequences are many. You can definitely lose your job. You can lose your reputation. You know, um, you you will not be considered of impact or influence to your team. Um, there's, there's, there's just so many things that go wild out there. You know, yes. You can imagine being a leader now and you're at the beach, right, with your family. And then you take a picture that does not represent like, oh, wow. Uh, or you make uh, the mistake of voicing out an opinion of yours that didn't come that go down too well with you yeah. and it goes yeah. all over social media and they're like wow, wow you need wow. a leader coming from you of course the, the consequences are major you know so you must manage and you know how you present yourself outside and you you, you don't want to double standards yeah. you don't want to be yeah. a double standard you don't want to be one kind in the office and another kind at home you should be consistent with your character with your charisma with the kind of clouds that you carry and so that anywhere you go people will always have one uniform thing to say about you and this image is so is everything Image is everything. So <laughs> You're welcome. Thank now, you. Can you share with us three things a leader must do regarding etiquette, even with the pandemic? Oh, wow. With the pandemic, really is um, hmm, regarding etiquette. Inter interesting. Okay. Uh, if I have to relate it to COVID, it's very important that you follow protocol okay. in anything All you right. do. Follow protocol. If this is the way they do things and you have learned about it, follow protocol because you know best and so therefore lead by example. So they've asked you to make sure that there's sanitary, uh, sanitizers all over your office and masks should be worn. As a leader, you, you, 
if your organization says no, no entry, no mask, no mask, no entry, you can't be entering the organization without a mask. All right. So as a leader, follow protocol uh, to the best of your knowledge so that at least even when they will break it at some point, you know, protocol will be broken. But you don't want to be seen to be one of those breaking protocols. So follow suit protocol extremely important all right um i would say um when it comes to etiquette as well um you know character is your destiny yeah your yeah. character is your destiny wow. it's extremely wow. important that you carry yourself in a way that you want people to perceive you in a positive light all right meaning that you don't just jump out of bed wear clothes and come to the office with your bedroom face, meaning that you haven't taken care of the fine detail. For me, in my world, if you can't take care of fine detail regarding your own grooming, if I give you a project, how are you going to handle it? You're going to ignore the fine detail of that project. So it starts with you. It's etiquette starts with you. So don't overlook don't take it for granted. So everything about your character stems from your image, stems from your look, stems from the way you present yourself. What do you want people to perceive when they see you? What do you want people to perceive when you have left the room? What is it that you want people to say about you? Don't take it for granted. Perception, again, is reality, as I say. And so therefore, if you want people to say, wow, I had a great session with Goki. Ah, fantastic guy, very down to earth and all that. Yes, then make sure that that is what you present. So yeah. you don't want to go yeah. into an environment and be a bragalog. Talk, it's all about you. No, percent. So you don't walk in and not greet. You go in, you greet. How are you? How is it? You smile. Good eye contact. You know all of these matter, and those are the things that will make people become more approachable towards you. And those are the things that people will say. You know. So I've spoken now about making sure that you follow protocol. Um, it's very important that perception, your character, what you want people to perceive of you is important so carry yourself the way you want to be people you know how they say dress the way you want to be addressed Address, yes. how it is all right so if you are the leader or you're the owner of your business or you run you have a leadership role in the corporate space carry yourself and your character you know in a way that speaks positive uh, vibes about you all the time Oh, no doubt about it. You may have a bad hair day once in a while. It's allowed, you know, but be more consistent on the positive side. All right. Once in a while you get angry, you shout and all of that. But don't let people tag you as, oh, my God. Oh, he's shouting all the time, grumping all the time. And, you know, leave your inhibitions that you're having at, at the door when you walk into your organization. And I think third and finally, it's really uh, when it comes to leadership and etiquette, it's all about what you communicate. Hmm. All right. So communicate your message in a clear manner, in a concise yes. manner. Let your message be, you know, be transmitted properly. Don't say one thing and to others it means another thing. Hmm. All right. So your message needs to be relevant, needs to be clear, concise, consistent. And, you know, it needs to be audible enough for people to understand. You know, there are some leaders that they say one thing and they mean another. That's confusion galore. Yes, that's confusion galore. Communicate in a way, whether verbally, virtually, visually, you know, vocally, make sure that your your message is understandable. It's clear enough. So you want to lead a team. All right. You 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 want to make sure that everybody is carry people along with you. Do you really understand? Do you understand what I said? Just said. 
do you know and get their own feedback don't get to into a place where oh god i thought you said this and i thought you said that that doesn't make you a good leader at all and so therefore you want to make sure that you're carrying people along with you so you communicate well communicate properly and make sure that people are on board with you your message is being carried along with everyone so that you get the desired result every time you're leading any group no matter socially even if you're leading your family you know you want to carry the entire family along with you and that's how you get full support of everybody that is around you and that's how you become and project a very good leader wow this is this is so good uh, for those who are just joining us or watch going to watch the replay i've been uh, having a great time uh with my coach uh should i say my coach my etiquette coach now because <laughs> i'm leaving also uh, absolutely thank this, you this leadership talk with Adigo, okay the 62nd uh episode and we're looking at leadership and etiquette now two more questions uh now with um you know social media now we, we're speaking uh virtually can you just share two nuggets regarding uh virtual you know showing up on social media the etiquette that comes with uh virtual meetings and all that oh wow is it just two you know um this is the new normal this is the new normal right and thankfully you know you could be you're, you're thousands of miles away from me and we're able to have this beautiful conversation yes. even thousands yes. of miles by the platform we're using virtual yes but it's really important now that we know that we've gone virtual all right a lot of business transactions and business conversations and business meetings are virtual you need to remember it's still a business meeting even though it's virtual right so many a times i tell people please when you do have a meeting number one you can't afford to come late to your virtual meeting, right? When you have a meeting, maybe you're the one that set it up, all right? Try and be in there at least 10, 15 minutes before the time, right? So you can settle yourself into that meeting, number one. Number two, it's very important that even though it's virtual, if it's a business meeting, please dress in a business-like way, you know? And I'm not saying- I hope you're not related to me. <laughs> No, this is not business. This is, you know, we're learning. All right. Okay. So, so, no, no, I'm saying you have a meeting with a VIP client, right? And they, they expect some kind of, there's some expectations. Yeah. Because yeah. it is a VIP client, dress up as if you are going to the office of that client and present yourself in the best way you can. Because first impressions go a long way. Before they make any decision, they are already sizing you up in terms of your look. All right. So dress up in a way that is nicely aligned, authoritative, presentable, you know, and so that they feel comfortable when they're having a conversation with you. Not like, oh, my God, who is this person with pink yeah. hair or, you know, that kind of thing. And so, again, too, when you're on this virtual call, please make sure that you've got everything intact. Number one thing is because of technology, the Internet can throw you out at any point in time. If it's a very important meeting, please have at least one or two gadgets, some backup. All right. Backup is important. I must say, um, most importantly, too, when you have your virtual meeting, it's very polite to have your camera on. I do a lot of training and I see people have the camera off all the time. I guess it's convenient. But you know what? Even if you're going to have the camera off because the meeting is so long, start the meeting with your camera on. Let people visit, you know, visibly recognize you that you are there because your name is on the screen doesn't mean you're behind the screen. 
Yeah. You could be doing a thousand yeah. and one things, which we see, right? You could be so-called multitasking, as they say. But it's very important that put your video on, let, let's see you there, and let's know that you're present. And maybe after a short time, you might decide to have it off. All right, that's understandable because we can't force people to have their screens on for many reasons. People can't have their screens on, maybe the environment they're in, they're in the car, whatever the case may be. But then when you do have your video on, please, many things to remember. Good lighting. I've seen some people have the screen on and it's completely black. They're behind, you, you can't see their face. They're in a place where, and I don't understand, you can see that. And a lot of noise as well, background noise. Yes, a whole lot of noise. That's another thing about Mike. But then again, looking at the camera thing, please position yourself in a place the way it's light. Because when you're having a conversation with someone, we like to see your face. It's true, that uh, intimate touch or, you know, for physical meetings, it's not there anymore. So we rely heavily on your screen. And so therefore, be make sure there's light so we can see your face. Please remember, to wear something decent when the camera is on. Oh my God, I had a coaching session with someone very recently, as recent as last week. And I don't know whether she remembered that her screen was on, but I had a shocker when I saw, I was like, you can't wear that. You know, you, you, you need to put something on, you know? And she was trying to sort of, you know, shift the camera and make it so that I can only see the ceiling. I said, no, 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 that doesn't work because, you're not wearing anything. You need to wear something for this conversation. Otherwise, you make the person on the other end feel extremely yeah, uncomfortable. But hey, we've seen so many things, you know, accidents with the camera on, a camera off, and, you know, we've seen so many things out there, you know, from all sorts of things we've heard, people accidentally leaving their, their mic on, and all sorts of things we've seen, trust me, from my end, it's like, oh, wow. So you must remember all those things. And on top of all of that, you know, yeah. being in a virtual space, it's always good to engage, you know, don't just be there looking, be part of the meeting, you know, be contributive, right? Because it speaks a lot about who you are. This virtual space is new. And, you know, it's funny, I see some people, okay, they come on the camera with their, um, their masks on, maybe they're in an environment where, you know, they're still in the office and all of that. But I'm wondering, uh, uh, how do we hear you properly? Your mask is on, you know. Oh, your mask is on your chin. <laughs> Oh, they're not wearing the mask properly. I mean, there's so many things, you know, virtually. And of course, you, you just have to be very mindful, you know, and speaking also to social media, please be mindful, be mindful, be mindful. The virtual world tells us now as recruiters to check this person out online before we even call them in for an interview, wow. whether the interview is virtual or not. So a lot of people are tapping into the virtual space to know a lot about you even before you come in for the interview so be careful what you post when you know you can't retrieve it be careful what you post you know show me your friends and i tell you who you are and so therefore you're looking for an important very good job and you know be careful what you post out there it's very important you know, don't take wow. it for granted. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. This is, this is, we've done about 40 minutes. And it's, it's just about see, I see don't if we've done it. So fast. <laughs> yes. So finally, now for our listeners and audience all over the world, if they want to reach you, how can they find you? Oh, yes, um, absolutely. I mean, if you're looking for personal development, especially executive presence coaching or etiquette, um, personal development, uh, leadership presence, board presence, either way, um, yes, you can definitely reach me. I do have a website now, janetadetu.com. But of course, you can send me an um 
an email, janet.adetu at gmail.com, just to make it easy for you. Uh, there are numbers you can reach me on. I guess I should give you the one on 0902 or just send an email if you can't get through to me, Janet Adetu janet.aditu at gmail.com and I'd love to speak to you and indeed I'm just because of just because of my dear friend Guke I am doing a Christmas giveaway I am actually giving um, free coaching sessions for about 10 people if you fit the bill and you might just stand the chance of also getting one of my gratitude journals so I'd love to get that out so my Christmas giveaway to you so reach out and see if you can you know, get or fit into one of my sessions. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much. You're very kind. And that's all for free. Wow, wow. Thank you so much. On this note, I just want to appreciate you for coming on Leadership Talk with Adigo. Okay, it's been wonderful. Uh, for those who are going to listen to the replay and those who are on the platform, uh, please say thank you to Janet Aditu. She shared so much. I mean, leadership. Uh, it's influence and you want to influence positively etiquette is a major part of uh yeah. leadership you don't want to self-sabotage particularly Absolutely. when you have a major opportunity uh in front of you um so i just want to say that we are so grateful uh to have you on the platform and we look forward to receiving you uh sometime soon in the future so on this Absolutely. Note, thank you everyone Thank you, Have too. Thank you, Goki. Okay. God bless you. All right, then. Have a wow, great day. This, yeah, this is